Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It is Michael C. Bouchard, the host of the Night Stalker podcast. This is episode number 90, and this will be the Roy Weber Homicide Part 2. It's going to be uh, an update to the original ep- uh, Part 1, which was, I believe, episode 32 of Night Stalker podcast. Um, after I had been given all this information, I had actually um, contacted several people uh, concerning the Roy uh, Weber homicide. Roy Weber was a uh, 19-year-old male prostitute who was found uh, shot in a parking lot in Providence, uh, Providence Rhode Island uh, on Christmas. Uh, Roy, like many of the young men in that area, had worked the streets as uh, male prostitutes. They were also uh, had addiction issues. Uh, they all intermingled within the uh, same circle. And uh, the original uh, podcast was a result of a very bizarre letter that uh, had been received by... Um, I believe it was Savage Watch of an individual claiming to have known who uh, uh, shot and killed Roy Weber. Um, I had actually spoke with um, two very close um, friends of Roy Weber who I will not identify because when you see the information that I'm going to um, put out to you, um, it will probably shake the town of Providence up a little bit. Maybe turn it upside down. I don't know. Um, The individual that they keep, black and white photo of an individual, a male that they keep showing around, uh, as the mystery man, uh, I've identified him. I'm not going to put his name out. <clears throat> According to the Providence Police Department, they are still working on the case. But he has been identified, and quite honestly, <clears throat> uh, I made several attempts to uh, contact him. Um, he is in his mid-80s right now. Uh, I... I located him at a uh, convalescent home in uh, Providence. Uh, Spoke to him a few times. Um, Yeah, he is mental cognizance isn't uh, probably what it should be. So um, I didn't really get too far into conversations with him because it just there was nothing productive coming out of it. Um, but I have identified him. Um, now this is where it gets a little tricky. Roy Weber had a client 
who lived in the Biltmore. And anybody from Providence knows who the, knows where the Biltmore is. And in the 80s and 90s and up to the 2000s, and maybe even now, the Biltmore is a pretty well-known place. Uh, the streets are still have uh, a lot of male sex workers who are addicted. Interesting fact, though, in the Roy Weber case. Another individual that was an acquaintance of Roy Weber named Henry. Several weeks after Roy Weber's homicide, uh, he'd been shot and killed. Uh, I haven't been able to get uh, Henry's last name. um, But eventually down the pike it will it will appear somewhere. I talked to individual number one or person with knowledge one who reported that Roy Weber had returned to his home in a very fancy suit. Business suit. Very expensive suit. Roy Weber had explained that he had gotten a suit from an individual that lived in the Biltmore. The individual at the time was a city official who was now deceased. And to collaborate the story, a second second witness who had more than first-hand knowledge of it explained to me that Roy Weber had been a an individual who had. been conducting sexual favors for a high-top city official who resided at the Biltmore. He was given given the suit after performing oral sex. The official had his bodyguard or escort, whichever you want to keep them, pay Roy Weber $400, gave him the suit. And then a while, sometime later, no exact time frame, Roy Weber ends up deceased in a parking lot. Suffering from a a single gunshot wound. A couple interesting things that I, I, I came to my mind. When Roy Weber was found, he was in a fetal position, which means that when Roy Weber was pushed out of the car, which was never found, that he was still alive because a individual that is deceased in prior to rigor mortis when they are pushed out of a car does not automatically go into a fetal position. 
the individual that had first-hand knowledge of Roy Weber's contact with this city official, sexual contact with him, the business suit, reported just like the other person of knowledge that Roy Weber had been paid by a a bodyguard, escort, whatever you want to call them, for the mayor. The stories were the same. The, the, total, the total amount of money was the same. Which leads to the question, if you are the head official of a town, who is your escort going to be? Or your bodyguard going to be? Traditionally, that's always a member of the police department. Now, I haven't gone as far out to confirm this, but that's how the game goes. Like I said, this was information given to me freely. Um, the individual that was in the mystery man had also given some similar information to uh, these two individuals that I knew. Um... I do have a first and a last name of this mysterious individual who I don't believe had anything to do with it. He, that photo was just a smoke screen to defer people from. They want it's kind of like Area 51. They want you to chase this mystery man in the black and white photo, um, where he's not really a mystery man. He, he is a known person. Um, like I said, right now he's. I believe 87, not too mentally cognizant anymore. Uh, was big part. He was a big part of the um, the LGB lifestyle at Providence at that time. As a matter of fact, he's never moved out of Providence. Um, but to get back to the implications of what this what this meant, what these two statements meant from two independent people, which really supported each other. There was no, there was no variation in the statements. Everything was the same. Um, so what do you, what do you say about that one? It puts a lot, it points a lot of fingers at a specific politician at that time. Uh, like I said, the individuals to see, so what's it matter, really? But I keep, ref my mind keeps going back to the, the bodyguard, the security detail, whatever you want to call it. Well, who would that be for the town's top official? It would be somebody in the police department. Which brings a lot of other questions into into light. If this was the case, I'm sure that this information will, would want to be kept hush, quiet. Um, the two sources I have are exceptionally reliable. 
they are very were very familiar with Ray Weber. And it makes me, although Roy Weber had been known for stealing a lot of things from a lot of people while living out in the street, you know, this type of association amidst with his allegations against certain political officials, um, could have started a big, um, A big upset. So I'll leave you with that. And this is episode 90. This is the Roy Weber homicide. Part 2. And as I said, if you ha- ever have any questions or want to send me a voice, an audible question, you can freely do that at my personal email, which is forever night. CT1 at Comcast.net, F O R E B E R N I G H T, CT, the numeral one at Comcast.net. With that being said, just remember when you're somewhere dark or in a bad place you shouldn't be, the first place you should ask you, yourself is, What am I doing there? The question is, What are you doing there? And then when you hear those footsteps coming up from behind you, you better have a game plan because you could be the next episode on Night Stalker.